0: Thing
1: yeah. The Out of Bounds show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi.
0: Uh, good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, celebrating National Pizza Party Day. Giving away a fifty dollar gift certificate to Sal and Mookie's in Madison. Phenomenal New York style pizza. Their wings are great. Uh they have Stella Artois. They have uh Ice Cold McLobe Ultra. And um oh gosh. Actually their burger is sneaky good too. But Sal and Mookie's in Madison, how do you win? You enter via the Ag Up Equipment Text Line. So, best pizza parlor that you've been in and uh, favorite pizza that you like. And that's how you enter. You could win a $50 gift certificate to Sal and Mookie's in Madison. Text line is 601-885-3776. Uh, we welcome in our friend Lee Sterling. Uh, ParamountSports.com. Lee joins us throughout football season and some other times during the year. Uh, we're always talking about uh, sports betting and, and gambling, the fact that uh, the legalization so to speak uh came down from the supreme court in 2018 changed the game for us Uh, i think continued to change the game for for lee sterling among other people and it's a lot of fun we want you to bet responsibly we're obviously partnered with the gold moon casino sports book and lounge it's a beautiful book um 40 tvs full bar food all kinds of comfortable chairs we've been up there a million times it's a great great place pair it with dancing rabbit golf club which is a top 100 golf course and that's a damn good time. We welcome in Lee Sterling on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Lee, now that you look back five years, um, mm-hmm. when the ruling came down, okay, now that we, 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 we've got a little bit of a, a sample size here, uh, what is your one big takeaway since the Supreme Court ruled five
1: years ago? It changed the landscape. Everything has changed. Um, <laughs> I go, for instance, to visit my daughter in New York City and New York is now legal, sports gambling also in New Jersey. I can be sitting there and whenever they go to a break and there's a timeout, I, I see kids from twenty to forty, they immediately hit their phone and they're making end game bets. I mean it's it's crazy how it's taken off. And I just think that there's been some states that have done it right and might have taken their time and there's some other states like yours that should have allowed mobile sports betting, uh, you know, probably 80 to 90% more bets would come in if they if they allowed mobile sports betting. Let's take Ohio, okay. for example. They started January 1st. And this is crazy. Now, in New Jersey and New York, I think they said about 7 to 9% of the people that live in the state signed up for an app in the first month. In Ohio, 19% in January signed up for a mobile sports app. Wow. It's gone absolutely bonkers. So I do the Locked On Bet Sporting Show, and it's a Monday through Friday show. The states that are allowing mobile betting and doing it correctly, like Ohio, uh, sometimes I-, I go to sleep and I wake up, and i got two, three, four people signed up overnight from Ohio. Uh Colorado is taking off. Arizona is taking off. So the foresight just wasn't there in your state. Hopefully uh it changes sometime soon.
0: Yes. Okay. So as we're as we look at the trends and, and the patterns, um it how do you see this thing going? You know, the the DraftKings and FanDuel are pushing parlays. And right. and and parlays are noted, you know, loss leaders. Um, right. That's not what you push when you're on my show. Um,
1: so, I can tell you this much. I, I probably play, on average, two parlays a year. And okay. that's through thousands of bets. Why? I will only play them if they're correlated. Like, for instance, Denver in game one. Uh, didn't bet it, but came close to betting it. I thought Denver in the over was the wager because they play at a high pace. You look at how many possessions usually take place. Um, they play at home where they seem to play much better. And unless L.A. was to score probably in the 90s or low 100s, there was a very good chance Denver would cover if they won and the game would go over. But what happens is, you know, there's a only a 25% chance you win a parlay, uh, win-loss on both bets, and they're only paying 13-5, to 5, which is between – Two and a half to three to one. So if you look at the spread, you got to hit like sixty-three, sixty-four percent on all your wagers on a thousand wagers just to break even. And as we know, how tough it is—the over/under to win to make money if you're just placing bets at minus one ten is fifty-two point three eight percent. So you got to hit over ten percent higher of your wagers. But people like it, you know—the the win when you win a parlay, the feeling a two or three team parlay. It's exhilarating. Sure. And they want you to have that feeling and you know, they love, they cater to people. They'll take any bet you want to put in a ten thousand uh if they know who you are, if you want to put a ten thousand uh size wager on a two, three team parlay in a major sport, they'll just tell you fire away. So, um I, I advocate to play almost every single game straight up. Once in a while, I'll do money lines. Now, basketball, when you see a game, sometimes two, three, four points, and you feel the teams are pretty close, but that team is, is going to have what it takes to win the game. Nothing wrong with weighing, laying like 140, 150, 160 on a money line. So uh, that has changed for me a little bit. I also look you know, at things like who the officials are, basketball but Scott Foster and your team like the Heat or the Phoenix Suns. I think the Heat's one and eleven with him the last twelve games or wow. I think Chris Paul is Chris Paul is something like two and seventeen uh win loss record and something like uh, three and three and sixteen against the spread when he officiates a Chris Paul game. You know, here here's the problem and you have to look even look at officials, is a lot of these guys they're graded by other officials ex-officials are making the grade and it's just like you know when they call someone out at first when it's close the you know the the common thing the easier thing to do is just raise your you know raise your thumb and say he's out uh using you know let's say a, a safe sign takes a little bit more motion and and they've studied things like that and What is an official going to do that he officiated with him maybe when that official was starting and he's out of the game eight, ten years? Probably going to give a better grade to the official that he knows than a brand-new official. So you have to take everything into consideration.
0: Okay. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com on the Out of Bounds Show.